how do we have any listeners at all? At, at any one. If the one the one person that listens to the show, thank you. Thank you, person. Uh straight out of gummo into your life. We'll let that fester into a full-on mental illness just to amuse ourselves. They like the baby face, which is me, and they don't much care for the heel. You're the heel. He stopped listening even to himself. Raining and the texts are just raining on me. Drenched in text. I don't know what's worse, that you lie to me or you lie to yourself. (laughs) Oh! Oh, take me out of the ball game. Take me out of the crowds. Spend all my money on concession stands. I don't care if I never go back. Oh, it's root, root, root for my kids' team. If they don't win, the season's over. Because it's one, two, three, four, five, six strikes, you're out at that old hellscape. We won last night! Oh. Guess what I'm doing tonight? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Baseball! Baseball tonight, baby! And if we win tonight, guess what I'm doing tomorrow? Oh, it's the whole evening, baby. Oh, and... and there's three fields down there at the faraway place. At least three, maybe four of the teams were all from here. So and on, on the to... way home, on the way home, I took the back way home and kind of just drove by our field to see what's going on there. Empty, beautiful, <laughs> big, huge lights, giant scoreboard. Meanwhile, we're down at this shithole where I have to keep track of score on a piece of paper because don't there's no scoreboard and there's no lights, so you better hurry up and be done by dark. Oh, <laughs> so they won. So bring on night number, I was going to say night, night number two, but for you, it's like night number 50. Yeah, it's, we're going again the night. Oh. <laughs> uh, How are you, sir? <laughs> oh, pretty good. Just We're actually going to go to a, an Akron Rubber Ducks game tomorrow night. Oh, so it's, fun. yeah, it's, uh, Hudson was trying to, talk his way into wearing his baseball uniform to the baseball game. Sure. Why not? Uh, but I'm looking forward to, to seeing what the Akron rubber ducks are all about. The tickets are, I mean, the tickets are so cheap. Yeah. It's like, all right, 10 bucks a pay a piece or something like that. And so, right, cheaper than going to a movie at this point. Mm-hmm. I hear it's so, fun. Yeah, I think there's a couple of actual, like the Cleveland Indians, uh, I think there's two or three players that's going to be there tomorrow night. I didn't know this, but if you get injured, then you kind of, you heal up, and then to kind of get back into the swing of things, you go play in the minor leagues a little bit. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, two of the Indians will be there tomorrow night, so my son is just like, can I get their autographs? I, I, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. I I don't know how that works. Uh, you go down to the front row and ask them pretty much, I think. <laughs> Just with a, here's a piece of paper and a, you sign yeah, this. I usually have that in a pen or something. Huh. Huh. All right. <laughs> so baseball. <laughs> it's great. It's great. 
Uh, oh, and it was 95 degrees last oh, night. Oh, it, it, was, it, it was so hot last night. Oh, man. <laughs> As it will be today again. <laughs> so are you, you're the one that's keeping score? Not for the team. Just oh, okay. for my own, so I know where we're at, what's going on. Okay. So now you you probably have your other son with you because their team... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's bouncing off the bleachers. Yep. Don't do this. Immediately does it. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. Immediately does Immediately. it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I yep. have some cotton candy? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just fuzzy sugar. Yeah, it's just, it's just, just dad making it rain, making it rain, yeah. just, and it's just garbage. Yeah. Every, everything there, oh. Yeah, pop, can I have, yeah, just garbage. <laughs> and, and, like, they want us there at 5.15, which oh. means I have to leave here at, uh, 4.30? because I gotta meet my wife down in the, where she works, because she's 15 minutes closer than I am. She has to get off work early just so that we can leave to get there late, but still get there before the game starts at six and then just, just bake in the, like I, my face is peeling from, uh, oh, you're just <laughs> shit eating grin over there. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for you. <laughs> oh, it makes for, it. it's entertaining. It's no, it's not. It's it's miserable. Me sitting there. Dad, can I play on your phone? No. Dad, can yep. I play on your phone? Dad, can I play on your phone? Dad, can I? No, stop. Oh, I know all about that. Yeah. So then, games ends at seven thirty, and then it's no, 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 no. We were leaving there at eight thirty, and oh. we skunked them. We we even well, we didn't skunk them. We got out of the the last half of the last inning, and it started off strong. We were up eight zero for three innings. I was like, "This is great. We just need two more runs in the f- if you're if you're up by ten in the fourth, game's over." Oh, nice. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Then we started then, sucking. Then, 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 then we started sucking, up. and they started coming back. And then, the, I mean, this whole team, our team, is so emotional. They're so emo. If they if one run gets scored on us, everybody's like, oh, and then they're dragging feet around, and We're it's terrible. like, "You're up eight one. Get get out your ass. Let's go and just." All of a sudden, then they just start making terrible mistakes. Uh, oh, it's just like, come on, guys, wake up. Um, yeah. So you didn't get home? Wait, so was last night the far away place again? Oh, yeah, the rest of the games are at the far away place. <gasps> the, the, our, oh, entire, oh. our entire tournament is at the far away place for us. And they will not swap it. They, they, they asked the other guy, because as teams, every night there are teams that are out. Yeah. Now, now we have more open fields. Can we please play it up there? Nope. Why not? It's like, we're playing teams from here. We could all drive five minutes and be at a beautiful field. Instead, we're all driving 45 minutes to be at your garbage field. Well, they won't make concession money. Can I send them a check? Because it will save me money in gas. Yeah. Like, I, I will yeah. spend less in... Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, if the game ended at 8.30, that means you're not home till. 915 9:30 Yeah. Oh, I would be I would be so angry. <laughs> Welcome to the show, sir. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that was last night, going to be tonight and possibly tomorrow night. But now is tomorrow night the last hurrah? That's the biggie. No. No. Oh, so they could keep on winning. 
Yeah, oh, well, there's still, let's see, if we went to, we go to Wednesday, what's Wednesday, the 30th, when there, we'd go to, mm, Thursday. <laughs> what? I think, Monday. yeah, that's the first. Yeah. And then if we win there, I think uh, there's a possibility of a double header somewhere in there. I mean, is your team, is, is your kid's team that good? Like, could no, they actually... we're in the loser's bracket. Right now, we're beating all the losers. But then okay. it, we will connect back up with the winner's bracket if we keep winning. Oh, man. So you are at least committed to tonight, possibly tomorrow night. Yeah, well, we're, we already lost once, so one more loss and we're done. So last night, we when we got off to that huge lead, we're just like... At least skunk them so that we can go home at, at, at the fourth inning, please. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Let's hang around. Let's hang around. Don't like the coaches. Don't Well, the one coach. Don't like him. I, he, hold, hold, time out. Time out, ref. In between every fucking play. Like, dude, just let him play. It, hold on. Let me go show you how to throw. Like I did in college. Uh, so, kind of trying to relive the, the glory days. Oh, he's always... My wife and I have a running joke of making fun of how often he... Guys has to go out there and show them emotion. Like, like here's how you, here's the form. Do this, do that. I'm like, <sighs> meanwhile, eight years old, yeah, yeah or ten. But meanwhile, then like, my son, he has, he's been struggling with batting. Okay, and it's because at the first couple games he got beaned a couple of times in a row. So he's really sketchy about stepping up to the plate. I understand that uh, because it's another kid pitching. It's not the coach. And so I know how my kid thinks he, and he thinks the way that, because he's my little clone. I know how I thought when I was his age, just need to let him go up there and swing. But instead, right before he goes up every single time, the coach comes up there. Now this, you need to focus on your feet. You need to focus on your footwork. You got to work on your hips and your knees and just fills his head full of all this bullshit right before he goes up there. So he goes up there and he stands there and he's just, he doesn't swing. He just doesn't, he won't, I mean, he might swing once. And, and, and even when he does, you can see he hesitates. Should I, shouldn't I, shouldn't I, should I, should I? It's just like, if you would just tell him to go up there and swing, he would swing. But yeah. instead he goes up, he stands too far away from the base. You don't correct him. And he's sitting there staring at his feet, thinking about his ankles. Like, dude, they're 10. You are yeah. talking of, you're trying to teach them advanced high school stuff. <laughs> I, 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 oh, not a fan. Not a fan. And will this carry over into next year, you think? I mean, you think they're going to be like, yep, I want to be in baseball again. Oh, the wife said she wants him to play at least one more year. Oh, oh. great. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got purple hot dogs and. Oh, I, I you know, it, it's honestly, I don't have to teach them to hate baseball. They, they're doing a, everybody's doing a fine job all on their own. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not getting influenced by me. All you people out there think I'm they're They're hearing this from me. They're not hearing this from me. Yeah. This is my little vent area. This is my safe space. So dumb. Meanwhile, yeah. on my other son's team, that coach, I really liked. He did a really good job. He admitted when he made mistakes and stuff, and he was a really nice guy. But this guy, you need to do this and you need to do that. And it's like, you're the one fucking this up, buddy. 
but all right, sure. Hold on, let me show you how to pitch. Time, time, ref. No. And, and it's like, it's the fifth inning. Piss off. <laughs> We're trying to get out of here. It's getting dark, and this shithole doesn't have lights. You know, I... <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm floored as to... I mean, I get it, the whole concession stand thing, but that's just lame. That It is. He, he thinks they're going to the World Series or something, and it's like, dude, relax. Yeah. Let the kids have fun. Yeah. yeah if let let them learn how to connect the bat to the ball. That's step one. Yeah. We're not we're not doing that. We're focusing on oh, your feet and your knees and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And I can see I can see my son's thought process. I can see him step to the plate and he's looking at his legs. It, he just he just totally overloads his brain with stuff right before sending him up there. And you know what? Yeah. I, I'm not knocking my kid because I was the exact same way when I was his age. It was you're you're given too much information. Just go up and swing. And I, I tried to tell him beforehand, like, man, look, if you swing at it and you miss, you might get, you might strike out. But if you stand there and don't swing at any of them, you will definitely strike out. Yeah. Go swing. Just go swing, dude. And he'll maybe swing at one, but it's hesitantly. And I, I can see it every time he's going up. Okay, holding this, what are you doing? Gives him 15 things. So the whole time the kid's going through this checklist in his head. Yeah. And, by that time, the ball's be past him. It, whatever. I, yeah. Not like I'm some great baseball genius or something, but I do know how to deal with kids. So. Yeah, we had, for for Hudson. He, we had a good coach. He was fine. Like he coached him good, but he wasn't like that to where it's like overbearing. Like, come on, he's they're eight year old kids. He was have fun. Like every now and then he'd say, you know, stand up a little bit closer to the plate, whatever, or. You know, hold your bat a little bit more. But it wasn't like, this is exactly the way you're supposed to, your stance is supposed to be. And um, Well, yeah. and then he makes other decisions where I'm, I'm just like, what are you doing? Uh, our pitchers can only pitch three innings. It's, they only go to six innings. But uh, one pitcher can only pitch three innings max. So they have to swap. That's fine. So then he put in a different kid at catcher. Okay. That kid didn't catch one fucking ball. He's the catcher. And every ball bounced off his hands, went by him, where he just kind of barely moved his glove. And it was just like, okay, probably enough of this, because every ball that goes by him, a runner gets to go to the next base. So they were just circling, because yeah. every ball he missed. And it was like, okay, we, we tried that experiment. It didn't really work. Next inning, puts the same kid in a catcher. What are you doing? <laughs> Come on, man! You've got you got enough kids to cycle it around. Put somebody else in there. Oh, <laughs> and tonight all over again. Uh huh. But some of those other teams that are in the winners bracket, though, we're not going to have a. Ch- I mean, the one team that beat us, I was like, oh, they're playing a different game, a different game altogether. So. Uh, they're that good like yeah they, yeah and uh, that's another thing i don't feel like the rosters were very fairly stacked there there are some i know it might be location but there are some kids that or some teams where every single kid was smaller than our medium kid yeah. hmm. it was just like that ain't quite right and then there was another team we played the one that beat us where 
every single kid was as tall as our biggest kid. You know what I mean? It was like, what yeah. in the world? Was that kid held back a couple of years? No, he's just a giant. So, I don't know. If we have to face one of them again, that'll, that'll be that. Oh, big Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, baseball every day. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine the crowds around you just hooting and hollering and cheering and rooting and getting oh, picked the- off. Redneck in front of us had a hat that said, get Joe and his hoe must go. And he ha- was sitting right up against the the back of the right behind home plate, kind of. And since it was hot, he brought his umbrella. So he set up this huge umbrella over him so nobody could see anything. That sounds like a typical. Yeah. And I was just trooper. like, hey, dickhead, you're supposed to go with the sun. If you're going to use an umbrella, you want the sun at your back, not in your face. So he had it in his face. Because we're facing west, and then he was just peering out under the edge of it. It was like, oh, go man. sit in the outfield, you stupid shit bird. I... <laughs> but, you know, he took breaks so he could go smoke, even oh, though there's no smoking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. awful. Oh, and then just... That, uh, the other thing is, too, is the, the siblings of the kids playing. Just... Running amok, just yep. running around, screaming their heads off, and they're running like we're, we're sitting under the pavilion, in the center of three fields, so that we don't get hit by any balls. And they're just running back and forth through there, and I'm just like, "You got all the room in the world out here, guys. Why do you got to be running right through where everybody's sitting?" Now that was the same as when we were doing our stuff. Is there was always a little pack of kids, and just. You tell the parents didn't care. Just nope. okay. We're here. Go. Go. Do. Do whatever. Do whatever. Oh, there were two year olds that were just running all over the entire place, and I'm like, I just mud all over their faces, barefoot. <laughs> I... <laughs> uh, straight out of gummo into your life. Oh, it, it is. Oh, <laughs> just, just surrounded by assholes. <laughs> I wouldn't let my kid do that. I told him to go over there and play over in that area. And he did. Away from people. Ugh. I, I I do not like it. So. <laughs> How are you, sir? Something else. I, I, I can't talk about baseball anymore. Um, I, not much. I mean, after that, you're great, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, we had, um. We're just trying to navigate now that it's summer and we're trying to navigate kids in the neighborhood because they all congregate down here in our cul-de-sac by our house uh, because our kids are pretty friendly. And so they've, and for the most part, I would say of all the kids, 90% of them are fine. There is the 10% though, which equals three kids. One of which is fairly new here. The other night, I'm in the theater room watching a movie. Joni's outside with the kids watching a baseball game on her computer up by our little fire pit. And in the backyard. Now, common courtesy around here is if you are in your backyard, that means stay out. That's, it's an unspoken thing here. Yeah, it just is. Yeah, I got it. Um, and we all abide by that. Like, Except for two families, especially the new one. Uh, down comes this little kid, and he's right right from the get-go. Just name-calling. You hit like a girl. Like, basically, you hit like a girl. You're, oh, egghead. There's egghead. Whatever. I'm like, 
Not my kids don't. They don't like that shit. And so right from the get go, they don't kind like of bullying. Like, yeah, they don't like being bullied. Yeah, how weird. Yeah. So Joni and the kids are back there, and here he comes. Hey, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Wife doesn't. So now well, we're making, we're eating s'mores and watching a baseball game. Oh, I want to do that too. I want to do that too. Then here comes the mom and her and the daughters, and they're just. You can just tell the kids rule the roost. They just you can just tell they rule the roost. And so within, the mom mom wasn't coming to collect the kids. She was coming to no join. no no. She's like I'm just gonna hang out back here. So in short order, there goes Joni's uh, baseball watching with the kids. So now they got to entertain them. And almost immediately, this kid goes and knocks over a lit candle that we have back on our back, back stone patio, whatever, and. Wax all over the floor. Oh, sorry. Did he do that? Yes, he did. And that was a week ago. And it's, there's, we don't know how to clean it. I mean, we've been having an iron out there trying to, you know, like you're supposed to put an iron on parchment paper. Next up, we're going to get paint thinner and dump paint thinner on there. I'm like, we just built this thing a year ago. And there's red wax all over the floor from this little bastard. Yeah. Yeah. And the mom went, I'm sorry. Like, stay out of our backyard. Our backyard means d- stay out. Private. That's private. Well, and I told her. I, next step is building a fence. Yeah, I told her. I, I said, next time. I said, that won't happen if I'm out. I said, if I'm out with you guys, I'll make no bones about it. Like, no, no, no. Private family time right now. That private family time back here. Because he, the kid shows up before anybody else does. And then, you know, he's on his scooter or whatever. So he gets here early. And the same goes for this other family. They show up. The kids show up super early because the parents can't keep up with them. I'm like, if you're in the back, if we're in the backyard, get out, go. Yeah. So, oh, I was pissed. The amount of money I spent on that back patio, and every time I go out there, everything is nice and neat and clean, except for a huge splash of red candle wax. Now, if you're going to use paint thinner, do you have a? Is it like brick or something that you have in the ground, or is it a wood, or what do you have? It's a stone. Like big, because like, paint, if it has any kind of, I mean, paint thinner might alter the color of it. I mean, you have any? We don't know what to do. Like, we, I, we, we can't, don't know. You what can't to just do. take a scraper and scrape it up. Oh, we did that. No, it's 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 on there, baby. It's on. You might want to. You might want to investigate some other kind of a, a, abrasive liquid that can break it down, uh, other than paint thinner, because that could really alter the color. Even if it just bleaches it out, you would still see a big bleach spot. I I told my wife I said it's everything for me to not get the, get in touch with them and say just so you know our you know if this is ruined we're gonna fix it and you guys are gonna pay for that hmm. but it's like don't want to be the asshole just shut your mouth and whatever I was furious oh, I I completely understand yeah oh and then the little real quick your life lesson for our boys so the other night they're being just. They're, they're, they're just being wound up in the house. I'm like, you're like, go outside and play. So they start playing with their neighbor, their best friend, neighbor kid. Everything's fine. And I go outside and I'm like, and they're, they're kind of not, they're pretending to race these little matchbox cars, but they're not racing them. They're essentially, they're just throwing them on our, on our cement driveway. And I'm like, huh, which ones are you throwing? Oh, I don't know these. I'm like, oh, the mint ones from my childhood, the Fall Guy truck, the Dukes of Hazard car, uh, another 
like rare. These things were in great condition. They're ruined. Complete. I was so furious. So that was a that was a biggie. Like they that was a biggie. They they knew they knew they done pissed dad off on that one. There was um, solemn anything faces that you and, value. I I, I yeah. tell the wife and daughter all the time. Anything that you value, you had better hide it. Because they will find a way to destroy it. They will seek it out and destroy it. Uh, The other day I was helping my dad do some work and I took the boys with me. And we were doing outside work. And I I kept finding them sitting in the car. It was beautiful. 80 degrees degrees out. Bikes and area to acres to ride. Just sitting in the car. That's not good. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. I told him like ten times, Eugene. Still, there you go. Find Corbin sitting in the back. Of the hatchback. Like, what are you doing? Get out of the car. I'm bored. And I open up the back. Here, there's all these little pieces of paper everywhere. I'm like, what is this? It was a receipt. I'm like, where where did you get that? Why are you ripping into a thousand pieces? I was like, what if that's for something that Addison wants to take back? Uh, you know, what, what are you going to do then? Sure enough, got a phone call at work. Eight o'clock the next day. Addison... Why is this receipt ripped into a thousand pieces? I was going to take these shorts back, and now I'm out 20 bucks, and blah, 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 just, just freaking out on me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> if, if, you, if you value anything, you had better hide it. And that's why, for the most part, they are not allowed in my office. This tiny little man closet is where I can somewhat safely save things. That's what they do. They just walk into a room, hit and smashing a thing with a hammer. Why are you doing that? Like, yeah. Uh, oh, I was like, especially the Fall Guy truck. That Fall Guy truck was in yeah, pretty mint, pretty much mint condition, and it it was the, the out of all of them, that was the one that they basically destroyed. I I was, I don't remember the last time I was that pissed off. So, anyway, yeah. Cheers, movies. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, that's the way it is. That's but but on the other hand, I mean that's that's what boys do. Yeah, I mean if you had girls, she probably wouldn't be doing that as much. But but, <laughs> <laughs> but I got uh, this little kid's number that that spilled the wax all. Over. I'm like, I got your number now, buddy. Like, yeah, you're done. You're out of here. Yeah, I I'm and we've he's already been down since then. Knocked on our door. I'm like, no, we're we're busy. We're watching a movie. Bye. Get. Yeah. Oh, we we've got some of the neighbors that we've we've told straight up multiple times. They still do it, but we said, "Don't knock on our door. If our kids are out, then they'll they're out. You can play with them. Don't come knock on the door and ask if they come out. Because every time you do, the dogs go nuts. Somebody's yeah. trying to take a nap, and it, it's just like, just stop. Uh, still, about every three to six months. Bang, 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 bang. 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 And they knock like cops. I mean, it will wake up the whole house. Yeah, same here. Same here. We have a doorbell, so it's ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, and then a little pause. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Yeah. uh, We we said the rule around here is if if they're out, they're out. Otherwise, they're not out. So. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Um... Are you ready for the roulette? I am. 350. <laughs> I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette where we dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. Oh. He left.
<sighs> I hate when he leaves me here just dick in hand. Oh, awkward. I hate it. I hate it. It's like, I, what do I do? I would much, much, much rather him be on the phone on a work call because those are, those are wonderful. Wonderful. Please don't be talking. Please don't be talking. I, but, oh, oh, he's, he's talking. Oh, he's back. <laughs> I mean, it's 15 seconds. That's not that long. Ah, it's like, where are you going? Quit it. <laughs> I told you. Uh, but I, I have come around on, the, like, our cul-de-sac here, like, it's, we all kind of know each other's quirks and stuff, and it's like, it's just the unspoken thing. You just, there are certain limits, and we all know it at this point, and I like that. I Yeah. It, uh, well, but, some of us know it. Some of us don't. And the world is our oyster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Play and do or whatever you want. Yep. <sighs> okay, on this episode of The Roulette, it is Bloodline up against the 13th floor, and I'm up first. Bloodline, not the one from 1976, not the one from 1985, not the one from 1996, not the one from 2005, not the one from... God <laughs> bless America, there is a lot of movies called Bloodline. Uh, I finally ended up renting this movie. Evan values family above all else, and anyone who gets between him and his wife and newborn son learns the hard way, but when it comes to violent tendencies, it seems the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And this was a good movie. I quite enjoyed it. Um, it's Dexter. We already kind of talked about this in text. This is Dexter. Sir, now you need to watch the first season of Dexter, but that's it. Just stop at season one. Yeah, I mean... You're not going to, because you never listen to me. But yeah. season one is like a perfect, a perfect eight-hour, ten-hour movie, whatever, however long it is. It is a complete story. I don't know that they thought they'd get to make another season. It is fantastic. I, I mean, and and there are some other good seasons down the road, but I feel like they started having episodes of filler, and it just never was as good as season one. Season one, though, I've watched more than once. And it's just like this epic movie that is gorier than Bloodline. It's more demented than Bloodline, uh, but has a lot of the same themes. I think you'll quite enjoy it. Uh, I, the more I thought about Bloodline, though, I guess we'll get into a little bit of spoilery kind of stuff here. Just a couple tidbits. I kind of, the more I thought about it, I felt like he was looking for an excuse. Like, he already had a taste for blood. We learned that along the way, uh, but it's disguised in him doing good. Whereas in Dexter, they never shy away from the fact that he's a psychopath. Here, it's I'm 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 helping people. It's like yeah, you also kind of just you really kind of got a taste for enjoying killing. Um, and that's not really a knock on the movie. It's just a uh, I'm explaining the difference between the two storylines. Uh, overall, though, yeah, thumbs up. I will wholeheartedly disagree with you on one point, though. Uh, on the score, which was great, you said that it's it's like the real '80s synthy stuff, not this newfangled. No, it's the same new. It's the newfangled stuff too. Maybe it's, maybe it's because the movie itself is is very yeah. good versus other garbage that uses that music that is not. Right, it pisses me off. <laughs> Why? <You're> so angry. <laughs> 
No, I, it's because you just picture that kid knocking that candle over while it is a lot more subtle version of that kind of stuff. It was very well done, though. The score was fantastic. Overall, yep, yeah, movie, thumbs up. Good job picking that one, me. Mm, I had three choices. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> over to you. 13th uh, floor. 13th floor. Starring... <laughs> Uh, a very funny haircut, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> like, oh, he's slimy. Yeah, the grunge era called, and they want their they want their grunge back. It was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, Gretchen Maul. I, what has she been in? She was... a lot of Miramax stuff, but then she had uh, problems with Harvey Weinstein and sexual stuff, so he wouldn't put her in anything. She got kind of got blacklisted via Harvey. She got Weinsteined. From, oh really? From what oh, I understand, okay. yeah. So, which is unfortunate because I have enjoyed pretty much everything I've ever seen her in. Yeah, I, I'm seeing here that she. Oh, she was in. Um, um. Oh, what's that movie called? It's a western. That's what I recognize her from, actually. Oh, she was in Three Ten to Yuma, and I do. Re- I remember her from Three Ten to Yuma. Yeah, with Russell Crowe. Um. Anyway, Thirteenth uh, Floor. Uh, let's see here. A computer scientist run, running a virtual reality simulation of 1937 becomes the primary suspect when his colleague and mentor is murdered. Um, another guy I quite like in this movie, Armin Mueller, Mueller Stahl. He's yes. been in... What, what, what's the big movie that he's been in? That... <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole lot of great character actors, sir. I, it's a... I, I love him, too. Every time I see him, I'm like, that guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, this is quite the interesting movie. Um, it kind of started to lose me towards the end as far as what was really going on, but I think I got it. Um, it's... It's... Oh, how do I say this? It's it's very much undershadowed by... Or overshadowed by Matrix, it's basically like a no special effects or very limited special effects version of things that are going on in the Matrix, I guess. Uh, which I saw the budget here was $16 million. Um, You know, and they've got their... It's just funny how they... Here's laser beams shooting... Or not, like laser beams <laughs> right. through this green... And it, but it, it works. It's fine. I, I enjoyed this movie. Um, I just... It started... There was a plot twist... When uh, our hero meets up with uh, Gretchen Maul's character in a grocery store, and she's a grocery store clerk, I'm like, "Whoa, wait, what?" And th- then there's another big reveal on top of, of like after that, I'm like, oh. "We can go full spoiler on this because I can tell you exactly what happened in this movie." So it, okay, yeah. So spoilers here. So it seems like there's multiple layers of virtual reality going on here, accidentally. And- not it was not by design. The very end of the movie is the first time that you get to see the real world. And oh, which I was going to ask, is that the real world? Then? That's the real, okay. that's, that's the only real world. And uh, so what happened is, have you ever played The Sims by any yeah. chance? Well, yeah. inside of The Sims, it's possible for your, to make your character go play The Sims. It's the Sim, the world that we're presented is, as the real world at the very beginning of the movie, is actually The Sims. We are The Sims. And they created a virtual reality inside of The Sims. But then it turns out, when he drives to the edge of the desert or whatever, that, oh, we're the Sims, and there's a level above us. 
So that's where it's different kind of from the Matrix for me. Mm-hmm. You find that out pretty quick on in the Matrix in the first third. And here you don't find out till like almost the end of the movie. The reason that she was a grocery store clerk is because in the real world, they created avatars. Yeah. People that look like you. You design your character at the beginning of the game, right? Well, that's what this was. They designed their character to look exactly... You could just scan your face and then you look just like them. Well, in the simulation world, she was a grocery store clerk. And then when she wanted to play the game, she downloaded into her character. Oh, okay. And then the real world person was there. So the whole murder mystery thing, like, was that just Sims playing games with each other, kind of? Um, uh, kind of, but there was a real, yeah, I think kind of, uh, but there was a weird twist that they didn't expect, and this is where I said that in text that uh, Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions 2 and 3, which came out much later than this movie, ripped off that idea from 13th Floor. I mean, very directly. Of that, if you're in the game and you get killed, your other simulated person goes up a lot. Yes. Basically. And that's what happened in Matrix 2 and 3. Remember? uh, Smith Smith escaped. Interesting. Yeah, this was a fine movie. it, it It lost me a little bit towards the end, but I figured that upon explaining or talking about it a little bit, I'm like, all right, okay. So, but I... Yeah. So so that was part of what she wanted, too, is that she actually fell in love with the simulation of her husband. Yeah. Because it was like how her husband used to be instead of being a giant prick. And so she kind of engineered it in such a way yeah. that he gets offed by cops. So then he... Did... And then the simulation guy goes up. And look, his, his good friend is still alive. Hmm. Armin. Yeah, it was interesting seeing Vincent D'Onofrio as a bartender and as the... Uh... The computer guy, like he, him playing the bartender that I'm like, okay, that's, that's Vincent D'Onofrio that I, that I recognize from, from other movies, like his, his acting style and his personality. But man, when he was the goofy long haired dude, I'm like, that is so out of character for you. But I, which I appreciated that he did something a little bit different. It was just weird to see him in that type of a role. Like, so. Yeah. I'm trying to see here. Armin has been in... Well, what the hell has he been in that we know him It says from? here uh, that he was in um, Peacemaker, yeah. The Peacemaker. That's what I know him from. There was something else. Uh, Mission to Mars. Eastern Promises. Ah, that this is what I remember him from. Angels and Demons. Angels that's what I remember him from. He was like, he was one of the... Yeah, Cardinal. Yep, that's what I mainly remember. Because he has this certain accent. Uh, I'm... That's what it is. Yeah. It's German. He's German. But yeah, that was a good movie. I, it's not For me, it's not... It doesn't have huge high replay value. It's not like it's slam-bam action or big special effects. But I was... I mean, I watched it in the evening. It wasn't like, oh, I'll just quick watch it in the morning, whatever. I, I enjoyed it. Good movie. Yeah, cool. I did like when he drove to the edge of existence. That was cool. I was liked just that. like... That was the point where I was like, okay, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Yeah, that was like, yeah, that was like kind of their big special effect, I guess you could say. But and it was, it was nineties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, but do you see though what I'm talking about? How I, I understand the comparison to the Matrix, and I would I would feel that a lot more if this came out after the Matrix. But they both came out in 1999. I mean, I, I suppose it's possible they got a whiff of what was going on over there. But it really is 
Deep Impact and and uh, Armageddon. Yeah, it, it's it's same. Two guys had a similar idea at a similar time, but then again, I like that they had set it in 1930s or something because it feels that makes it feel really different. I don't know. Yeah, you know, and it, I checked, and I think this got a, like a 30 percent. Not that it matters, but a 30 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, the acting was like this was a good movie. It's not like like I don't know. I, that's that surprised me, and maybe it was ahead of its time. Because watching it now, I'm like, it, that was very, very well written, and it wasn't. I mean, other honestly, other than Vincent D'Onofrio's science lab character being kind of, I hate to even say poor acting because he's a great actor, but it was weird to see him in that. But I'm like, that was a legit movie. It wasn't like I don't know, thirty percent. So that surprises me. Yeah, that's like low. That. Well, it's all right. They're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's get on to the next round. Oh, I'm up first. Okay, we got a round of VHS. Woo, baby! Let's start with the Revenger. Hmm. Some oh, Oliver men, Reed. Some men get mad. He gets even. An innocent drive turns into a hellish nightmare for musician Michael Keller when he's thrown into the intricate web of murder, pornography, and underworld corruption. Oh, this just jumped up. I didn't even read the back of this yet. I'm not gonna. I'm not. That, that's good enough. Uh, next up, the original director's cut version in Abel Ferreira's Dangerous Game. In this viciously raw and shocking film, director Abel Ferreira explores the darker side of modern cinema with a savage intensity, using two blah blah blah. Although, although an experienced director, Eddie Israel, Harvey Keitel, could not have been prepared for what occurs on the set of his next project. Helming a film about an abusive marriage, Eddie gets incredibly real performances from his actors. But more horrifying than the scripted violence is the fact that brutality begins to seep off the set into the actors' lives. And Madonna's in it. This is the original director's cut, huh? Nice. And lastly, I've seen this one on the shelf of the video store for many, 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 many years, and I've never watched it. Kevin Klein, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, Consenting Adults. You know that cover, right? Oh, yes, I know that cover. How much would you risk for passion? Uh, they heat up the screen in Consenting Adults. The spine-tingling, sexy thriller that seduced audiences and critics alike. Oh, my God, whoever wrote that needs slapped upside the head. When two couples living next door to each other grow too close, one of the husbands risks everything for a passion he can't resist. His neighbor's wife. His temptation traps the foursome in a shocking web of betrayal and murder. And now accused of a crime he didn't commit, let's give away the entire plot. That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. All right. Okay. What what uh, glorious gems have you brought? Oh man, just wait. Oh, I am waiting. One up. The uh, first up is the Day of the Lord. And these are, these are all movies that you have not picked yet that I have thrown up on the roulette. So I'm like, well, hopefully you're going to, yeah, make the right choice. What do you mean? They're, Please. Oh, 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 they're all three right choices. They according are, to you. But they're, they're varying levels of no, rightness. That, they're all <laughs> right choices. <laughs> uh, a retired priest hunted by his, haunted by his sins is pulled back into darkness when a friend begs him to help his possessed daughter. Sounds Fantastic. So that's the Next fantastic is, one. I, I want to make notes so I pick the varying degrees correctly. Yes. That's yes. The, don't listen. Yeah, don't listen. I'm not. Uh, these are both. 
Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Oh. I know. Uh, these are both. Oh, actually, I think these are both Spanish movies. So there's another level of yeah. coolness. So uh, don't listen. Read. Yeah. Uh, Daniel and Sarah have a nine-year-old son, Eric. Oh, yeah. How's it spelled? Uh, E-R-I-C. Fuck that movie. Yeah, I figured. And they're just, they've just moved to a new home, not knowing the neighbors call it the House of the Voices. Eric is the first one to notice the odd noises behind each door. Sounds awesome. Okay, so fantastic and awesome. Okay, what's the... And then lastly, I've I've thrown this one up on the roulette numerous times. Alone. From 2020, hour and 38 minutes, a recently widowed traveler is kidnapped by a cold-blooded killer only to escape into the wilderness where she is forced to battle against the elements as her pursuer closes in on her. Sounds absolutely wonderful. So where are the very... We got absolutely wonderful, fantastic, and awesome. Where's the varying degrees? What's your your level? I don't know which level each of those. I I assume fantastic (laughs) is the best. And don't listen is the middle, and wonderful is the bottom. Is that about right? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on how you know. It de- depends on uh, <laughs> on your, on on your uh, level of on bullshit. The, I'm gonna go with awesome. Glasses. I'm gonna go with awesome. Oh, I'm, it's ooh. it's telling me not to listen to it. But, but then you got an Eric with a C, which is an automatic negative. But then I'm supposed to not listen to it. So I think the double negative turns into an awesome positive, right? I think so. Okay. Eugene approved. Um, Awesome. Don't listen. Man, I hope you don't botch this one up. Oh, no! You You son of a bitch. What do you Uh, want? uh, The the one with Oliver Reed. I mean, Oliver Reed, I'm like, well, you might as well throw in the towel. That's it. It's That's all me right there. Do I know him from something else? Oh, Oliver Reed, he was the, uh, he was, uh, Maximus, or Maximus, whatever the guy, whatever Russell Crowe's character's name was in Gladiator, he was his slave boss oh, guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. Boy, I don't even recognize him here. Look at this. Is that him? Yeah. Oh, man, what year was that thing made? Let's see here. Uh, I've got two, 1993 or 1990. Cause he, I think he died like shortly after Gladiator was made. Let's see if I got a date on here. <laughs> I just love the font, the Revenger. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, man. Oh my gosh, I... it's got a it's got a Kmart sticker on it. Man, I don't know if you picked right or not. I mm. oh no, I picked the one that's awesome. You said it's awesome. <sighs> I don't know if you picked right. You shouldn't put up things that aren't right. Oh, it, they typically are. What? No, they're not. <laughs> okay, Doki. Next episode of the Roulette. It's the Revenger <laughs> up against Don't Listen. I'm tired of arguing with you about your stupid bullshit movies. Oh, I'm, I have it done to a science. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, throwing darts at a dartboard is a technically a science, so I guess you got it. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Day of the Lord and Alone. They're, they... They shall return, folks. Oh, good. So all, all of my dear listeners out there, I'll review them eventually. I can't say that to. as though we have separate listeners. <laughs> 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 People are like, I love movie freaks. Well, I like half of it. Yeah. I like Eugene, that other dickhead. <laughs> they like the baby face, which is me, and they don't much care for the heel. You're the heel. <laughs> 
course I am. Yeah, that's wrestling stuff. If you didn't know, I know. I know. <laughs> I am. I am in touch with uh, popular culture. Uh, then, if we if we break the third wall here, then it then it's kayfabe or whatever. That would be, be the fourth wall, I think. All right. Uh, <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> It's the third wall we're breaking. Yeah, that's, I know. That's the, that's the wall your your neighbor kid is breaking yeah, down to get into your dumping, backyard. Dumping, yeah, hot candle wax all over, uh, all over my stuff. <laughs> all over you, all over yeah. your Hot Wheels toys. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Mm. Uh, recently watched. Yeah. You, uh, anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like we've officially broken the third wall. So I don't know what I don't know how to get back. Okay. Well, we got a title though. That's good. We're making progress. Breaking the third wall. What would? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, is that like just sitting around picking your nose? Uh, any? Yeah. <laughs> Flicking your boogers at the camera. Yeah. I guess. Yep. Oh yeah, this guy is. This was. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, good. The stuffed animal. Speaking of which, my son is latched on to some random puppet like it's it's made of material like that but you put your hand up it and move its mouth and now he just walks around all the time talking through it and me and the wife me and the wife looked at each other and we're like "Mm, we're gonna let this go as long as possible yep yipper not even addressing it because it's funny or weird or both it's hilarious yeah it's hilarious (laughs) i got him to name it yesterday and he came down with it on he just walks around with his hand up all right. It's pretty funny. Yeah, kind of wish Eddie would do that. Yeah, we'll let that fester into a full-on m- mental illness just oh, to yeah, amuse ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I've got exactly three movies to talk about. Once again, I'm just watching a lot of TV. I don't have any time because of... Baseball. Baseball. <laughs> Play ball! <laughs> uh, since we're talking about 1999, how about this movie? Uh, from 1999. At an archaeological dig in the ancient city of Hamanatra, an American serving in the French Foreign Legion accidentally awakens a mummy who begins to wreak havoc as he searches for the reincarnation of his long-lost love. Oh, Brendan Fraser's mummy. Brendan Fraser's the Good mummy. Good movie. Good movie. Little dated, but are, also... Are, the special effects, are they still... Uh, some of them are a little hit and miss, but they kind of always were. It's it's not a deal breaker. Um, This watch, though, was corrupted by audience influence. Let's just oh. say that. We're trying to... And so I'm, I'm not going to crap on this movie, because I still do really quite enjoy this movie. But it, it was just... It, it, we were trying to get to wa- we're trying to watch it with the boys. We're like, this is their kind of PG thirteen. It's on the edge. There's a little bit of scary, but there's enough funny that I think they'll be all right. And then we got about a third of the way through it, and we're like, boy, I didn't remember kind of some of this stuff. Aksuna uh, Moon is walking in there pretty well naked. Yes, she is. Uh, yes, I remember that. Just just about a little bit of hair, just kind of covering the nips. Um, and then uh, you know when it gets to like sucking out the guy's eyes and tongue and stuff, it's a little bit much, but. The boys were distracted anyway, and then the neighbors came outside, and they were like, can we go play with the neighbors? And I was like, go, please. You're just rolling around the living room. So they went outside, and uh, 
wife wasn't feeling well, so it was like pause every two seconds because she's got to go to the bathroom and she got to get something to eat. She got to do this. You got to do that. It's like I, I just nobody in this house can just sit down and watch a movie like you and I can. Uh, it's, it's just loads of distractions. I don't blame her for that. She wasn't feeling well, uh, but you know what I'm. You know exactly what I'm oh, talking about. At a, certain, at a certain point, the two hour and four minute movie turns into a three and a half hour event and it's like let's done i'm done i'm done with it <laughs> uh but overall it's still a pretty interesting movie and i kind of stumbled onto a couple of interviews uh when this movie was coming out with brendan Fraser and arnold Vosloo. and arnold Vosloo, uh, there was one story i don't know if it was true but it uh they said that on one of the first days of shooting it was that scene where Oksana Moon comes into the room wearing almost nothing and completely covered in that gold paint yes. and, you know, black and stuff on her arms. And Brandon Fraser wasn't even supposed to be on set that day. It was one of the first days of shooting. And Brandon Fraser walked onto the set in the middle of that scene as Oksana Moon, all, all completely painted in gold, <laughs> no clothes. And he said Arnold's face was the funniest shit he'd ever seen in his life. When he walked into the room like that, <laughs> so they completely did him up in the full body paint and everything. I, I guess I don't, I don't, I don't know if that is true or not, but uh, it was kind of a meme thing I saw. Yeah. Of so, all of the Indiana Jones type knockoffs, I think that that one there gets it the closest. I I thought that was like a Indiana Jones type movie with uh, it's a little bit more fantasy, I guess. If they're, it. I mean, uh, well, the Indiana Jones movies are pretty fantasy. Yeah, they are. But. Uh, I think it, I wouldn't disagree necessarily with that statement, except to say that Brendan Fraser's character is more of a scumbag than Indiana Jones. Oh, Indiana he Jones is, is, like here, he's literally trying to rob graves. There, there's no way around it. Whereas Indiana Jones is trying to preserve things. It belongs in a museum. Uh, but that's why you need to see the Rocketeer. Cause it's, it's in that wheelhouse. Yeah. So, I think that's why I like the first, uh, Captain America movie so much is, even that had a little bit of an Indiana Jones type feel to it. Adventure. Well, I don't he know. had pra- he had practice. And oh, by the way, yeah. that was not on Netflix. That's on Disney Plus because that's a Disney movie. So there you go. Oh, okay. like it's, you don't have to yeah. worry about it necessarily leaving in a month okay. or two. Yeah, that is nice. I, I seriously, that is a you and the wife in the evening rocketeer. Do it up. Okay, I'd like uh, to. Over to you. Oh, let's see here. So, are you just going to watch the first Mummy movie? Was that going to be it? Like, are you? Uh, gonna... it, it just it was, it was on HBO or something. Like Max, we were we were just surfing around for something to watch, and that popped up, and we're like, ah, oh, we haven't watched that in a while. Let's watch that. Okay, because I know that the second one, eh, the third one was the Scorpion one. Ugh. No, no, the third one was not the Scorpion one. What was the third one? Or was... the there, third was... one was the they were in. With the Yeti or something. Oh, the Jet was Jet Li in that. Yes. Oh, that wasn't good. That wasn't no. good. I watched it one time. I need to watch it again. One time. I know. I need to. Watch. I think Steve was Stephen Miner. Did he direct that? Stephen Miner, the guy that made uh, Friday the Thirteenth Parts Two and Three and Fast and Furious. I think it was Stephen Miner. I could be wrong. No, he didn't make Fast and Furious. I think. No, no, no. That was oh, no. Rob. Rob something. And that might be the guy that made... Uh, oh, we are... Man, Rob we are... Cohen. Rob Cohen made The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Okay. 
I just so remember... You were, you were kind of right on half your points. Yeah, but... Much like your roulette picks. You're, yeah. you're, you're in the vicinity. I am. I am. <laughs> I swing, oh, that's I, funny. I swing for the fences. <laughs> Unlike my kid, who just yep. watches it go by. <laughs> Well, now that we're we're kind of on, uh, like, so you were, that was 1999, I think. We're going to go back just a few years prior for my review. I think. I, I said it like four times. Of what? What? Huh? You said, yeah, that was 1999, I think. It's like, well, I said that to start the review yeah, since we're know, on but, 1999. I know, but you're... What's going on on Blu-ray.com? Because that's what you were looking at. <laughs> Your your facts can sometimes be very 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 factual. Mm. No, don't mother-in-law <laughs> me. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> well, let's let's jet back about four, five, six, seven, maybe seven years to Basic Instinct from 1992, oh. directed by Paul Verhoeven, written by Joe Esterhaas, starring Michael Douglas, Sharon Stone. And a plethora of other great actors. Wayne Knight, who's Newman. Um, I have not seen this movie. I don't think I've seen this movie since the VHS days. I I think wow. I watched it one time on VHS, I think. This movie is... It's so good. Uh, just seeing it now in hindsight. Like, it's a legit movie. If you take out all of the sex in it, and there is a lot of it in there. This is a really, really good cop thriller. Uh, with great acting. Like, I totally forgot to see, like, one of my favorite parts of the movie is Michael Douglas, like, walking around this nightclub in this very 90s sweater. And it's just, everything about it's like, I, it's like, bad boys almost. You can just tell the era that this was made in. And it, just the lights and everything and the colors or whatever. Yeah, it's, it, like, it, I know the feel that you're talking about. It's the same as, like, Black Rain. Not yeah. a great movie. Not a great movie. But him walking around in smoky Japanese nightclubs. It's like, yeah. ah, I like Michael Douglas. This is cool. But this is... Oh, man. I I still... The ending of this movie and how twisty and turny it is, it's really, really well made. Uh, very steamy, of course. Uh, Sharon Stone. I don't know if she's ever been better than in this movie. Uh, I just thought she was such a... She was so great. Uh, and just the fact that it's, to me, well, no, it actually, this, on this viewing, it isn't open-ended. I, like, to me, I know how this movie, like... Oh, do it, tell. Because I always feel a little confused at the end. Okay, Did well, she, did she not? I kind of feel yeah. like, yes. Yeah. To, to me, spoilers here, uh, that... For a 30-year-old movie? Yeah, that, that it was her that did it. That she totally set up, uh, Janine, uh, Triplehorn's character as taking the fall for her. Uh, just because we see the ice pick at the very, like the last scene of the movie, we see that ice pick underneath Sharon Stone's bed. And <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> going back through the whole thing, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can see. I don't know. I just, I, it feels like everything was set up to be that Sharon Stone, the conniving lady was able to convince everybody that, you know, that just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where. He stopped listening even to himself. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just, just diarrhea, just <laughs> liquid. So yeah, it was great. I thought it was a great movie. 
Um, have you seen Basic Instinct 2, or are you going to revisit that one? I watched that one on VHS as well, and I don't remember a thing about it, other than... Um, a hot tub scene. That's all I remember. With Sharon Stone? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just remember the... Uh, what's his name? Lupin from the Harry Potter movies is in that one. You know him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's his name? I'm looking up Basic Instinct 2. I don't know. Lupin. Um... She still looks good. Jeez. David Thewlis. Yeah. Wasn't he a doctor? Yes, I believe so. Or a psychiatrist or something. No, I mean a Doctor Who. Oh, wait. David Thewlis? Wasn't he? No. Uh, I don't know if he was. He's awesome. Oh, all them British people, you know. Yeah, they're all Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> At one point or another. Yeah. Oh man, maybe I should. Maybe I need to watch Basic Instinct two now. <laughs> I do remember it was not as good as the first one, but there's just something about a, a Paul Verhoeven. He there's just something about his movies that it just feels like a Paul Verhoeven movie. It, yeah. it feels super R rated. Yep, and I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for watching it. I Starship Troopers, even even Hollow Man, which RoboCop. Yeah, it, they're just hard R rated movies. Yep. Sometimes we should break down his movies, though, and kind of rank those. Although I'm not sure how many he's done. I mean, I feel like he's kind of dropped off the planet He now. did, but I think he's coming back. Please pause while we use IMDb. Yeah, yep, that's what I'm... Hollow Man, Black Room, mm. you've seen that, or Black Book, you've seen Black Book, I have not. Yes, and it's a good movie. You should check that out sometime. I know, I need to. Flesh and Blood, I've never watched Flesh and Blood, I think that was with... Uh, Oh, I own that on DVD. How is that? I didn't care for it as much as the people that recommended it to me. Oh, Rucker Howard's in that one. Yep. Flesh plus blood. Yeah. To oh, Total Recall, of course. The Fourth Man, I've heard of that one. I don't believe I've seen that one. Hmm. But doesn't he have some project announced? Uh, let's see here. Yes, he's uh, got... Uh, Benedetta, and then there's Bell Ami, which is a TV miniseries, and then Het Guim Van In Gut Something. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Black Book was uh, quite a good movie. It doesn't sound like the kind of movie that you and I would love to sit down and run after and watch, but uh, it stars the witch from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. And she's she's a Jewish person in World War II, and she pretends to not be, uh, to infiltrate the Nazis and just fuck up their plans as much as possible. It's quite good, and you can feel Verhoeven's uh, fingerprints on it, because there are certain scenes where they talk about... It, it, God bless the dude. He's obsessed with vaginas. That's just gonna uh -huh. throw that out there. We gotta, we gotta, there's gotta be a conversation in every one of his movies about a dick or a vagina. And, and it's, it's always not movie, not Hollywood style where they prance around it. It's, it's, Hey, remember when RoboCop shot that guy in the dick? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, and in that one, it's something about dyeing her hair in case she has to have sex with the dude. Oh, oh and then, yeah. but you know, in world war two in that time, having that kind of conversation would be pretty taboo. Nowadays, it wouldn't be that big a deal, but 
I just remember that from that, and then it, and then we went right back into this thriller espionage kind of movie. But it actually was, and I think it's a little long, but I remember it just kind of whizzing by. And I think I got that uh, when I was still getting Netflix DVDs in the oh, mail. Okay. Uh, but that, I was surprised. I was like, damn, that was a good movie. Yeah, it does look like he's back to making movies in Germany or wherever he's from. Amsterdam, Netherlands. Man, I really love his 90s movies. Oh, Me too. God. So good. I mean, it, st- it started like, well, I mean, I guess RoboCop was 80s, but like from RoboCop on, then it's just these, yeah, awesome movies. Starship Troopers, Total Recall. And you think you would think that Showgirls would have been the start of the end? Because, I mean, I know that movie has a cult following, but it's oh, like... Oh, it cult, does. Cult following like The Room, in my opinion. It's not a good movie. I've caught bits and pieces of it here on TV in the last... Well, even six months. I'm like, maybe I should give this a watch. Maybe it really is brilliance in disguise. No. No. No, no. It's 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 awful, and every character in there that movie is hissable. Agreed. Uh, but it was after Showgirls that he made Starship Troopers and Hollow Man and Black Book. And those, I felt, were very strong directorial efforts. Even Starship Troopers having to dance around the uh, uber right-wing fascist, I think it was Heinlein, was the, Robert Heinlein uh, yeah. wrote the book. Those are themes that have run through his books a lot, and it's not necessarily fascism bad. It's more like, we need to be more like this. You know, it's weird. Uh, but I felt that he presented it like a satire so that... In the movie, it appears like, yes, this is good. Go fight bugs. Join the cause now. Yeah. Would you like to know more? But if you're watching the movie, you're like, yeah, this ain't good. <laughs> and what happens to those people? They go die. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hollow Man is a strange movie. I just watched that one here in the last year or two. And it's it's odd. We've talked about it before. Oh, I know, just, I know. At a, certain, at a certain point, he's just like, now I'm going to go rape people. Like, what? Yeah, it gets very rapey towards the end. It's like, I can see through my eyelids! It's like, okay, Chevy Chase already explored those ideas in uh, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Um, how about you... How about you grab a little face cover there? Yeah. Just turn the lights off and... Put on one of those sleep masks? Maybe a hanky? <laughs> no? Nope! Time for raping. Like, yep. What? That's, that's where he goes. Yeah. Elizabeth Shue was in that one, right? Yep. And Thanos. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do another one? or? Um, sure. Let's see here. Uh, the Resurrected. Have you ever heard of or seen The Resurrected? No. I think that you would... I'm pretty sure you would quite like this movie. Uh, this is from Dan O'Bannon, the guy that made... Nice. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. This is from 1991, starring the always great Chris Sarandon. Didn't he write Alien? Yes. Okay. And th- I think that this one had a troubled production. I think this was supposed to be a theatrical release movie, and then it just went to video, which is unfortunate because I've seen this movie countless times, and... It very much would have played well, I think, would have played well in theaters. Uh, it's 
H very H.P. Lovecrafty, which I yeah, it's based off of the uh, the case of Charles Dexter Ward from H.P. Lovecraft, Charles Dexter Ward's wife, enlists the help of a private detective to find out what her husband is up to in a remote cabin owned by his family for centuries. And it's very much like dark fantasy uh, with a crazy ending. I every time I watch the movie, I'm like, yeah, that this is just solid, like. Cool practical effects, cool like rubber creature type things that that look legit. I'm not sure who did the special effects for this one, but it's suitably gross when it needs to be, and it's just I don't know. It just feels like this movie just kind of slipped through the cracks, and because it didn't get a theatrical release, which is it just surprises me because it it doesn't feel like a direct to video movie. This feels like it wouldn't have done gangbusters, but back in those days, I. This was 1991. I mean, Dan O'Bannon was, he's deceased now, but he still was. I don't kinda, think I knew that. No, yeah, he, he died in 2009. He oh, died man. fairly young, but, you know, isn't that weird? That he wrote Aliens and, or Alien and Aliens. He was more of a writer than a director. Yeah. But anyway, only three credits to his name. Uh, a short film from 1969, and then Return of the Living Dead and The Resurrected, and that's it. Hmm. So, uh, someday, you should check this movie out. I think that you would quite like it. Uh, especially see. if you like... What? No, oh, just if you like H.P. Lovecraft-type storylines and uh, creatures and... And I not do. CGI. Like, but I haven't seen a lot of it. Like, I, I keep... I hear more about that kind of stuff than I actually see... Uh, I think the closest thing that I associate with Lovecraft is in the mouth of madness. Like when he, Mm -hmm. the creatures are chasing him. That's what I think of when I think of Lovecraft. Is that story even related to Lovecraft at all? I don't, I don't know, but you're right. That is a, that's a good comparison. And even, I think like Dagon and from beyond. Yeah. Those are Lovecraftian. Dude, I might own this movie. Oh, really? The Resurrected. Well, I'm looking at the cover art here. I'm like, I might own that VHS tape. Maybe not. Interesting. Oh, this is one back in the day at the Video Connection. This is one that I watched numerous times. Interesting. I don't know. I'd have to look. Uh, Okay. Back to you. Okay, let's talk about Batman. Why oh, the not? new animated, the new animated deal, the Long Halloween Part One. This is one of my favorite graphic novels, and that's a boring take because it's one of everybody's favorite graphic novels. Did you? I think you read this one. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they finally made it into an animated movie, and this Part One though, right? It's just Part One. Two. There's a Part Two coming. I, I think the trailer is already out. I again, I'm going to wait until they're combined before I chase after the blu-ray like like i did with the dark knight returns yeah uh, but my good buddy dave he's always there with my comic book shit and sending me pictures of the voodoo codes so i got it in my voodoo if you want to watch it jansen Eccles is batman he's done it before i believe and does a fine job josh duhamel as harvey dent you could cast him as harvey dent in a live action movie it would be fantastic that's a good casting right there uh, Naya Riviera is Catwoman. Troy Baker is the Joker. I, this cast list is just awesome. Uh, and the movie is sweet. It has a 
little bit of a different kind of animation style, and some of my buddies online were already like, don't like it, don't like that animation style at all, and I watched the whole movie, and I was like, I think it's sweet. It it might be, it might look a little cartoony, like a cartoony video game cutscene, maybe? I don't care. I think it looks awesome. Uh, it's not, like, the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life, but... The story is presented well. The editing is done extremely well. And that's something that gets overlooked a lot when it comes to animation is the editing. Because in a movie, I, I don't know, how do I explain this? In a regular movie that you film live action, you're thinking about editing while you're filming. Yeah. And then there's fade-ins and fade-outs and crossovers and that kind of stuff. But to do it in animation, you have to tell the person to draw that kind of stuff. So... When I see them going the extra mile to maybe have a fader here or a wipe there or a, a text come up one month later or one year or Thanksgiving, uh, what was the text that kept coming up? Well, it's holidays. Somebody's killing people on holidays. So it was Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, and it would, and the way that the text would fade in, I'm like, somebody just drew that. Even if it was uh, via computer and hand CGI or whatever, whatever method, it's still animated. Like, you still have to describe that to somebody in such a way to make that happen. Uh, but there were a lot of those kinds of editing choices that I thought, well, that was sharp, caught my eye. Uh, I'm going to watch this again. I-, I watched most of it one night, then I fell asleep, then I finished it up the next day. And it was like, I, I want to watch this thing again. I quite enjoyed it. This is one of those cool. bucket list kind of animated movies for me. Uh, because... You know, I, I, I've told you for years, I cannot wait to see them make a Dark Knight Returns movie. And they chose to go animated, which is fine. And I was like, oh, it's in two parts, for shit's sake. Please just combine it. They did. Uh, so it was like, that is a bucket list Blu-ray on my shelf. The combined one of Long Halloween would be right, would be number two. I, I, that's what I want. I can't wait. What's the runtime on this one, on part one? Part one is... Thanks, IMDb. Thanks, buddy. Um, oh, I mean, usually it's listed right here at the top. Yeah. It says video 2021. Asshole. I guess we'll have to go for uh, Wikipedia or something. Okay, let's see if Wikipedia's got it. Let's see, regular old Google. What do you got? It's got a four out of four point seven out of five on here, though. That's pretty good. That's really good. Rotten Tomatoes. It's a hundred percent. CG Magazine. Three point five out of five. Fuck you. It's at least a four out of five. Uh, no, no runtime. It, it's infinite. It's infinite yeah. and nothing. It, just, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Hold on. Might have. Could be five minutes. Could be five seconds. Could be three hours. <laughs> 85 minutes. Ah. So I would assume that the second one's going to be... So basically, you're looking at about a three-hour-long epic... Bring it before my eyeballs. I am ready to consume (laughs) you. And yeah, I got the uh, book right here. It's a a thicker graphic novel, so even getting that into a three-hour form is pretty impressive. Part two, yeah, that's one that you let me borrow that one years I, ago. Yeah, I feel like it did. Part two is set to be released on July 27. So, yeah, a month from now. I love it. I love it. Make all this shit. 
Is, is it easier to do it animated? Great, do it. I don't care. Just get and it. it. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Got a phone call. Text. Stay oh. on. It's, it's baseball night, so. Oh, baseball. Okay. Uh, Back to you. Where are we at? We, we got time if you want to do another one. Okay. Yeah. Um. So back to the Into the Dark series that I had been. Oh, did we leave it? I didn't know that we left it. Plowing. I thought that's every, oh, yeah. everything that you brought today. I thought that's what it was. Oh, yeah, no, 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 this is, now we're going to circle back, circling the wagons back to the Into the Dark series. Um, oh, hold on here, wife is texting me. Oh, mine too. They're on the same, they're on the same page. Yeah, just... it's about the kids. Oh, buying shoes for kids sucks. I hate it. You know what, uh, actually... The shoes thing, I have lucked out big time because uh, my in-laws have two boys and my neighbors have two boys and they're all a year or two older than my boys. Oh, do you get free shoes? Oh, are you kidding me? I can't get rid of shoes fast enough. They just, they, they just unload them right, right here. Not here. Not here. Yep. Hey, if you need to get rid of any shoes, just let me know there, buddy. Because oh. <laughs> your kids are so also many. like a couple years older yeah. than mine. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Same with clothes, too. Everybody just dumps stuff off here. Works out quite well. Uh. Oh, they're expensive. Okay. Um. Oh, eeny, meeny, my Crawlers. I want to talk about crawlers. I think I brought that one up last week. Uh, this is probably, to me, about the best one in this Into the Dark series. Um, and, and I'm trying. Of course, I have to try to find the into the into the dark series on IMDb because it's a puzzle, you know. <laughs> um, so Crawlers is basically. Have you you've seen uh, Night of the Creeps, right? Uh, I think so. Let's see if I can get is it that, to not come up on IMDb. Yeah, is this that's the one with the, the, one where the Tom the comet Atkins. goes over, and then people turn into creepers. That's the one. <laughs> oh, I'm getting texted. <laughs> there are Adidas shoes. What do you think of these? <laughs> I'll respond to mine too. Anyway, uh, creepers night, uh, on St. Patrick's night of Day. The creeps. Uh, yeah, I also might have this one on VHS. Great movie, but uh, this one here on St. Patrick's Day, a night of wild parties and drunken revelry. Uh, three unlikely friends band together to save a college town from a vicious horde of body-switching aliens. Really, really, really good movie. I liked the characters in this. Uh, I liked, I mean, especially the three leads. I thought that they did great uh, in their respective roles. I thought it was very funny. Um, and it is, it's kind of, sort of, Night of the Creeps. But uh, with a lot of these Into the Dark movies, they've... I quite like almost all of the storylines uh, of these movies, <clears throat> but it seems like they don't have much of a budget, so they really stretch the budget. And here, they it's shot great. The acting is really good. The writing is really good. They you can tell they had limited budget for uh, special effects, which this one would have been total gem in the rough if they would have gone a little bit more with special effects. Uh, but instead, you know, we get some funky contact lenses. We get a little bit here and there, but nothing 
I don't know. They could have really gone all out with gory practical effects or whatever, and this would have been awesome. I mean, hour and 22 minute runtime, so it, it moves super fast. Uh, but this is one that I would definitely revisit. I just, I enjoyed it. And this is one of all of the ones that I've seen so far. You'd probably like this one the most just because it's more of a science fiction horror type thing instead of slasher or emo teen drama, which I know that, I mean, I like those a lot. Uh, well, you don't like it when I pick them for you. Well, no, you pick the garbage trashy ones. Yeah. You pick the good ones, which are... Um, Off the top of your head. Well... Yeah, exactly. uh, Exactly. uh, Exactly. uh, Moving on. Next. um, uh, Next up is School Spirit, another... This is set in a high school. So Uh, this is one of the good ones, right? Because you picked it. Yes, it is. This is is definitely one of the good ones. Hold on. Here, my wife is asking me a couple more questions about (laughs) shoes. Hold on. Ah, yep. Come on. Option. Then the main. Come on. You guys have conversations about shoes? I don't. I'm just like, whatever. Buy it. Oh, let's see. What one was I talking about? School spirit? Oh, they just, they're, it's, it's, they just keep raining in. The texts are just raining on me. Drenched in text. Oh, school spirit. I can't even find it. Oh, there it is. A group of social outcasts stuck in weekend detention is confronted by the school's legendary hauntings, starring a whole bunch of, uh, you know, early college-age kids. You know, they argue a lot. Um, Really good, though. I liked this one. (laughs) Yeah. Breakfast Club with a slasher. Uh, Good twist. Good stuff here, man. Just, just. You have completely checked out of the show. You have been texted out of the show. Oh, I... <laughs> oh, I've got three different shoes to pick from. And he's like, looking at shoes and trying to talk about a movie. He's like, oh, they, am, they, they get attacked exactly, by a Reebok. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm... Uh, so we've got Adidas right oh, now, and it's pretty good. 38 bucks though. But he's already had those. This would be a, a size, a couple shoe. sizes up. Oh, I know. Oh, this is the cheapest of the bunch that she's found. Uh, we're, we're sir, can I tell right you now. about a website I know called www.walmart.com? Because they're going to grow out or destroy, <laughs> grow out of the shoe or destroy it in a, three months. Yeah, because she was like, well, he needs something for the rest of the summer because his shoes are, his feet are, they're Walmart, big. Walmart, just get and 10 bucks. Cause, done. Yeah, because these are, I'm like, oh. like, he'll wear these for three months, like you said, three months and then done. Uh, School Spirits, good movie. <laughs> Enjoy your forty dollars you, box. That's great. Oh, oh, that, they were the cheapest of the bunch. Otherwise, it was fifty on up. Why? What? No, I know. Oh, it's it's like even Target would be better than this. Like just cheap doesn't have to be name brand no, stuff. Get him Walmart shoes. If it's for the summer, he's not even in school. He's just gonna be running around the neighborhood. Where your little yeah, cretins it, come over and spill wax on you. Yeah, whoop, spill, whoop spill wax all over the shit. Give a shit if he thinks they're <laughs> not cool. Okay, yeah. coming soon for me. Um, are you going to watch this? Uh, I think I've asked you this like three times and I haven't got a solid answer yet. Are you going to watch this uh, Netflix three movie series where they release one every week? I 
I'm watching it on Friday night. That is what I'm doing. Okay, Friday what's night. it called? I, I, it's got year, 1984 or something. 1982. Yeah, it's an R.L. Stein. Right, right, but he said I it's not it's... for kids. He said he's making an adult horror movies. Yeah, Fear Street. Fear Street. That's what it is. Oh man, I am all. That trailer looked so good. I watched all three of them. Oh, all right. No, all I... three of the trailers. I mean, did you okay, not yeah. see all three of them? No, nope, just the first one. Okay. Uh, the Ice Road. Liam Neeson punching ice, probably. No, yep. I don't know. But uh, looks good. Uh, there's a new series, Godzilla Singular Point. Animated Godzilla thing. Looks pretty sweet. There's some show called Sex Life that Missy was, I don't know, getting in fights with her husband about and maybe getting divorced. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, huh, uh, consider me intrigued. Might be one to start with the wife once the kids go to bed. And who knows what else? What about you? What do you got? Um, Shoes. You got shoes coming soon, right? Tired. If your kids become fashionistas, I I don't think we can be friends anymore. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Because I'm not that. Like, the most expensive clothes I have in my closet are my horror t-shirts that are 30 bucks. And I'm like, why did I buy that? I don't wear it. But that's a special art design. That's a different thing. Yeah. Trust yeah. me, I hear it. That's not even a name brand. What, oh. what even is that? That's your money yeah. going up in flames is what that yeah. is. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I bought, like, if I buy like even half nice shoes, it's because they're discontinued and they're half price. They're 30 bucks. Like, I typically, 30 to 35 is about the max for tennis shoes that's, for me. That's pretty peak. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm usually yeah. even less than that. But uh, yeah. you got to have one nice pair. But other than that, your summer pair for the, the kids and your kids that are growing exponentially. Yeah. No, no. Oh, I'm just creating a fight between you. This is my revenge. Oh. This is my revenge for you laughing at me for baseball. Oh, <laughs> have fun like, fighting the rest of the day. Like, like hold off on those shoes. Just slow the <laughs> wagon train down on those <laughs> Yeah, but it, somehow it'll still be my fault. Yeah, but Eric said. <laughs> oh, oh, if it if it gets to being a bit tense, I'm like, well, Eric said we should look at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, not for nothing, I have Walmart shoes. You know what? No, I'm, I got to mow the lawn. What are your kids yeah. doing? They're walking the runway or some shit? No, oh, yeah, they're, they're out tearing around dig- in the backyard spilling yeah. candles. Yeah, they're digging up pet graves in the pet cemetery behind us. <laughs> Have fun with the $10 shoes. You know what? You can buy three pairs of them, and you'll get three times as much as you would out of the $30 pair. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And, the, like, the ones that he has right now are Target ones, and I think those were, like, 25-ish bucks. Um, and they're still in good shape, but they're too small for him. I'm like, it's 25 bucks. It's like, poof. And he only had them for a couple months. Nope. Yep. Anyway. How do we have any uh, listeners at all? Oh, I know, I know. One. Shoes and baseball. The one, the one person that listens to the show. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, person. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, your Silent Night remake sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but you own it on Blu-ray and watched it ten times. What do you got coming yes. soon? Yeah. Silent um, Night! <laughs> <laughs> oh, more Into the Dark. Uh, just, I'm drenched in Into the Dark. I'm oh. <laughs> Uh, there's another one called False Positive on Hulu that sounds promising. It's about a pregnant, a pregnant woman. <laughs> anyway, False Positive. I might watch that one. I'm not sure. Um, 
Pierce Brosnan's a doctor and she's pregnant and something, something. I don't know. Sounds really good. <laughs> no, does it? <laughs> Which one? How, what would you? That's your description of that one. Really good. So we got fantastic, awesome, wonderful, yeah. and false positive is really good. Yeah. False positive. That might be a roulette, actually. I might throw that one on the roulette because that's a thriller. Let's say, okay, after months of trying and failing to get pregnant, Lucy and Adrian find uh, finally find their dream fertility doctor in Dr. Hindle, Pierce Brosnan. But after becoming pregnant with a healthy baby girl, Lucy begins to notice something sinister about Dr. Hindle. So I really hope that it's low on thrills and high on drama and emotions. So <laughs> I mean, I'm out. I am all the way out on that one. Ah, I wish that you'd watch it. Why? Um, I'm not your little horror bitch. Yeah, yeah. I know. Just suffer. Just, just. I was gonna say suffer, suffer with me, but it's not suffering. It's it's joyous. Joyous. Yeah, it's a it's a rip ride, roller coastering rocket to uh, <laughs> up your to, ass and to uh, the left. <laughs> <laughs> up my ass and out my mouth. Uh, <laughs> I don't. know What else I got? I. Oh, a bunch of Paul Nashy garbage. Or good stuff. A bunch of Paul Nashy stuff. You keep saying uh, that, but then no Paul Nashy stuff arrives on the... on the. Oh, oh, I've watched them. I've watched some of them. I just haven't reviewed them. I'm trying to formulate a, formulate a somewhat decent... <laughs> decent something. They're, they're things. Um, they, they range in quality. I mean, most of them are great. Then there's a couple that are not so much. Like, I watched uh, Vampire and the Yeti. That was a slog. That was. That You're was kidding tough. me. The vampire yeah. and the yeti was not a yeah. good movie. <laughs> Holy but shit! A of, what a revelation! A other, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> a lot of the other ones, though, are probably pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what's worse—that you lie to me or you lie to yourself. Um, uh. oh, damn it! What was I going to say? Oh, we haven't done a top ten in a while, and I had an interesting idea I wanted to run by you. We got to wrap this up. Um, maybe next week we bring a top 10 and it's just you bring a top 10 and I'll bring a top 10 and it's whatever criteria you decide. Ooh. Hmm. Like, so I'll just make up something of my own and you make up something of your own and then we just have a top 10 discussion and it's completely unrelated. I like that. Yeah. Remind me though yeah. to do this. <laughs> Just a quick text, maybe by Saturday or someday. Because <laughs> as soon as we hit stop, maybe then. Yeah, that, I know. I know. I, I'll I, fart in the wind. All communication ceases. <laughs> I know. Until it's close to. Pod should be coming out this weekend. Nag, 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 nag. Okay, pod's up. <laughs> Gone. Gone! Doesn't respond to Jack. Then on Monday. Wow, where are you at? Why aren't you responding? <laughs> 5 a.m. Leave me alone. Oh, 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 just a quick, quick friendly reminder. That would be great. A minus. You are a minus. Oh, my stomach hurts. Okay. Oh, my ooh, head hurts. Got to wrap this baby up. By the only way I see fit. I don't like that you look down. <laughs> look down while you say that. He's looking oh. straight at his crotch. He's like, got to wrap this baby up. Like, what? Oh man! Oof. I don't know what happened. Dude, you just but... blew your nose with that tissue and then wiped your eye. What's going on? <laughs> so great. <I> <laughs> oh! <laughs> <I did. laughs>
<laughs> I didn't even think about that. I just cut that, <laughs> that part out. Side of the Kleenex, it's fine. <laughs> oh, oh, they're really oh. two sided. Oh, I'm crying. I guess I'll finish this episode up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the lower half of the of the Kleenex has got the snot in it. The upper half is key, has my tears. Oh my! Ooh. Oh, we got to be done. Please done. hit stop. I'm, Please God, <laughs> just stop. I really can't believe I did that. Whew. All right. <laughs> oh. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.